Hi, this is Pastor Tim Crick, and you are listening to the weekly sermon podcast of Holy Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church in Newington, New Hampshire, a part of the ELCA, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. You can find us online at www.htelc.com. We worship on Sunday mornings at 8.30 and 11 a.m., where you are never too late and there is always room for one more. We hope you can join us sometime, and we hope you find the sermon you're about to listen to helps you to understand and experience the depths of God's love for you and the entire world. Thanks for listening. The gospel this morning comes from Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 34. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is that someone would scatter seed on the ground, and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself, first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with the sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. I'd say, please be seated, but you're seated. As you know, I have three kids. I work hard not to talk about them in sermons unless I get permission from them. Part of me wishes they were here to hear this sermon, not because I'm going to talk about them specifically, but really more about myself and as a parent and what I've tried to do and to recognize what I've actually done. Does that make sense? If you're parents, you know exactly what I mean, correct? Because as a parent, and really in any relationship, it can be in marriages, it can be in friendships. How, what do we expect? What do we view our role in that relationship and how we influence the other person? And then we can even view that as, how do we view that role as a church to the world? How do we view that role as people who attend a church, and what do we expect of a church? And so I heard this analogy actually in a podcast over the pandemic as I was out walking, and then uh, it came across to me actually just this past week, and it was, uh, I was glad it did. It was talking about as that parenting relationship, but it, like I said, it can go about any really relationship. And the analogy is, are we gardeners or are we carpenters? Are we gardeners or are we carpenters? Here's what I mean by that. As a carpenter, anybody ever buy Ikea furniture? What do you have to do with Ikea furniture? And, when you, and you follow these directions. When you are done, ideally, you know exactly what it's going to look like, correct? Ideally. But that's the role of a carpenter. There's blueprints, there's directions, there's things you have to cut, you have to 
make precise measurements so things fit together because you have an idea about what this object needs to be when you're completed. Does that make sense? And you have, there's a right way and there's a wrong way of doing it. That's a carpenter. Gardener. What's the primary goal of the gardener to do? Provide the right conditions for whatever that seed is to grow. Does that make sense? You really have no power over what it becomes. But you can till the soil. You can water. You can give it nutrients, right? You provide the conditions. Give it a safe place. And then allow whatever it is to grow. And if you've ever gardened before, sometimes you feel like you do all the right things and it's like, oh my gosh, something grows up and it is, ah, you know what I mean? It's like this halo has grown right around it and it's perfect, exactly what you would hope for. And anybody ever gardened and why isn't it sprouting? Why isn't it sprouting? Why isn't it sprouting? You go back each day and it just, you know what I mean? Our life of faith, I think we are called to be gardeners, not carpenters. To provide safe places for people to discover who they are and let God do the growth within them. Which is, as a parent, oh my gosh, is that scary. As a pastor, oh my gosh, is that scary. As a member of a church, thank you. As a church in the world, and I really think that is what we are called to do. Provide the right conditions. Do what we can, right? You notice in this first part, all the person does is scatter the seed. They're really not even doing anything else. Now, in other parables, we do get more about tilling and guarding and all that kind of stuff. The whole point of this parable is what's in your control, what's not in your control, and understanding the difference between the two. And then you notice, after what's not in your control, we have this parable of the mustard seed. If the whole point... The end product there is that mustard seed for the birds of the air to find a nest. You know what seed you would not plant if you're trying to provide nests for birds? A mustard seed. You would start off with something else. Can you imagine the people of the day hearing Jesus talk about this parable and saying, why are you talking about a mustard seed? You are not going to accomplish anything. If that is the route you're going to go, Jesus, there is a right way and a wrong way of doing it. And you are doing it the wrong way. Anybody ever say something similar? And I don't just mean with parents and kids, although I see Karen and Serena over here laughing right now. I mean in all of our relationships. This is applicable. I could use this yesterday in a sermon, couldn't I, Avadi? Right? Instead, we talked about dancing, which 
That was the route we went. But we could talk about this in friendships, can't we? We can talk about this in relationship of church in the world. What do we view our role? Does it have to be something specific? Or what are we hoping to do? And then let's provide the right conditions for that to occur, for things to grow. I like the way this parable ends. So it goes from know your role and what your role isn't. Allow the unexpected to occur. And then Jesus talks about parables. This is why I like parables. Because parables aren't really black and white. Parables allow you to think about yourself and where you are in the story. And Joe might read a parable and have one understanding from it, right? Dave might read a parable, have a different understanding from it. Linda might read a parable, have a different understanding from it. Is one of them right and one of them, two of them wrong? Joe says yes, <laughs> because she's the one who's right. <laughs> it's what do we hear, what are we called to do, and how do we do this together? That's not to say anything and everything goes. But, or and, it is to say, help us to think about what is our role and how do we encourage growth by providing the right conditions for that growth to occur. Erica, you're in the back and you have your little Claire. Can you stand up and hold Claire? She's four months old. You can give her a round of applause. But Erica, let's be clear, it's for Claire. No. No, you gave birth. It's for you too. You're a parent, not whether or not you gave birth. We're going to baptize Claire in a couple weeks. Our prayer for little Claire. My prayer for all of you. Our prayer for the world, right? is to know that she is loved, to know that you are loved, for the world to know they are loved. If we go back to the first reading from 2 Corinthians, Christ died for all. That word all in the Greek is all-encompassing. It doesn't mean all, all of this select group. It means all. Think of somebody you love. That word all includes them. Think of somebody you really don't like. That word includes them. Think about somebody who may not like you. That word includes them. How do we create the conditions so all know all means all, and God loves. Amen. That's the sermon for this week. We hope from it you learned a bit more about God's love for you and the world. Please subscribe and rate our podcast to help us be found by and reach more people. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, you are loved.